Welcome to Power in Humanity. I'm your hostess, Alani. On this season, we're going into the mind of a creative. My name's Jay Rowland. Uh, I'm an artist uh, based out in Jersey. I do uh, pop art, canvas art, digital art, cartoon, you name it, I do it. Perfect, perfect. And before we start with the real questions, I'm going to ask a fun mental health question today. Use three different words to describe your current mood. That's a good one. Excited, flustered. And uh, calm? I don't know. They all like are nowhere near corresponding with each other, but I do have a reason for all the words. <laughs> okay, so why excited? Let's start with that one. I'm excited because my birthday's this weekend. Ooh, happy so, birthday. Thank you, Gemini baby. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm super excited for the birthday festivities, you know, best friends, siblings, everybody gonna be a really fun time um flustered because there's so much to do before this weekend so there's a lot of packing needed a lot of everything just everywhere okay but then i'm i don't know why i'm calm at the same time because deep down i'm like it's not gonna be okay <laughs> that's the gemini coming out <laughs> you know because in my head it's like it'll work out it'll work out because it has no choice but to work out so it'll work out it always does. And I always say that things happen in divine timing. Like, I'm flustered now, but when the day comes, I won't be because whatever is meant to happen is going to happen. Literally, everything always happens the way it's supposed to. All right. So now get getting into the swing of things. You said that you did art, digital art, cartoon, pop art. When did you discover your passion for art? So I started doing art in the sixth grade i want to say i mean i always liked art coloring books were always my favorite pastime favorite thing to do it wasn't until like middle school that i started getting into sketching and i had like a bunch of sketchbooks i grew up with very strict cop parents so i did not go many places as a kid unless it was with family or like family friends you know so my pastime was always doing art and that just kind of always stuck with me because it was just like something I always just like to do it was just like relaxing low-key meditative I didn't really think about that when I was a kid but it was just something that just like I guess kept me calm would you say it's like your peace like when you're having a rough day you're like okay I need to go and color something or let my emotions out with art definitely it's definitely calming because if my day is very like overwhelming I literally just want to like smoke and paint and not talk to nobody and just have like music on blast and literally lose yourself in the zone. Yeah. You feel me? Like you get lost in the zone and you get stuck. And then it's like, you kind of forget everything else. You forget what happened throughout the day. And then by the end of it, you you're left with all this beautiful art. And then you're just like, you know what? Today wasn't that bad. It brings me back down a little bit. Like I'll be at a 10, brings me back down to like a five. And then I could communicate again with the world. And I'm like, all right, guys, I'm calm again. I know when I need to like take my own time away or if I feel like I'm on my phone too much, it's like an escape. 
Where do you see your art career going? Oh, I want to go big. I want to go past the sky. So I have an obsession with cartoons. I always have, I probably always will. It was always like when I was sketching, like as a kid, I would always be watching cartoons at the same time. Okay. And then also there'd be random music playing because like growing up, my sister always played music. So from the love of cartoons, I created my own cartoons. So I have these three little characters that I developed myself. Um, I call them my little loud bros. Uh, and I have three nephews. So the loud bros are based off of them. So like they're based off of like their personalities and like how they are. They have names and everything. Like I have them all thought out. Their names aren't exactly the same as my nephews, but they start the same, like same letter and they sound similar. So I really want to take them places. And I want to get into animation and get them moving and like skits and stuff or like maybe one day like a comic book or like just more bigger pictures. That's neat. Like the modern day Animaniacs. Do you remember that show? Yes, I do. <laughs> Literally. Anytime I bring them to any type of art shows, everybody always asks me like, what are these characters? And I'm like, I could tell you all day about these characters. <laughs> but I definitely, they're like very special to me. And I feel like they just kind of represent me at this point. So I just want to get them out more. But then I also want to put them into different forms of artwork. Right. Like how they have like the collectible statues, like calls, for example. And he has like his collectible statues and it's like the skull and stuff. And it's like, I love those type of street art things too. So I want to kind of see where they can land. That's super neat. And it's funny because I feel like when you grow up and you see a cartoon on the TV and you see the stuff in the shops or like, you know, little keychains and stuff like that, you never thought that in the first stages, it just starts out as like a picture or like someone's idea. So I can see yeah. it super far in the future. Like you can make TV shows and animations and statues and like give these three characters like their own persona. That'd be so cool. Literally. And then everybody could resonate with who it's like for the big kids and the little kids. Cause it's like all kids love cartoons. So, so one of these kids is going to love it. My nephews love it. They think it's so cool. They know that it's them like as cartoons. And then it's like the big kid and all of us adults. It's like, we still love the cartoon stuff. So it's like being able to like resonate, like, with when you were a kid and it's like oh that's so cool i would have loved that when i was a kid but then it's still like oh i'm gonna still buy it though because the kid inside of me is like i want that <laughs> exactly and the child never really dies what is your entire creative process when i decide i want to like have an art day or sit down i always i always need music my my mind wanders a lot and i'm a very big overthinker so if it's too quiet i can't concentrate and that's like for anything because it's like I'm just thinking about everything else. So it's kind of hard to kind of like zone in on what you're doing. So I need music to do that because it kind of like just keeps me on track. And then the TV. I don't know. I don't even listen to the TV. I just need a visual, I guess, because okay. it's like I'll have and it's always a cartoon. Like I'll have like Rick and Morty on. Or like, it'll be like Family Guy, something that I'm not actually going to watch. But when I look up from like 
painting or whatever I'm doing, I just see it for two seconds and then I just kind of like go back to what I'm doing. Because it just feels, I don't know, without it, it feels like something's missing. Right. So it's like, it's kind of weird. Sometimes I really like to paint outside when it's nice outside. Um, and then I don't have TV then. Well, sometimes I do. But when that happens, I don't really need the TV because it's so nice outside. I just look around me. But music is always a must. Always need that. Okay. So is there a difference between the art you create when you're in the house watching cartoons and when you're outside? Not really. They're both the same. Um, my current, um, like where my studio is right now is in my basement. But I love light. Like this is my room that we're in right now. And it's very light. Baby blue. I like everything just light and colorful. So like in my basement, it is not light and colorful. It just doesn't feel that like opening versus being outside. It just like is more pleasing. I don't know. I don't know if it's like to my mind or to my body, but it just feels better when it's like more lighting and stuff. I feel like sometimes outside I paint faster than when I'm in the basement, but also the sun helps me tremendously with drying the paint way faster. So I feel like I could get a lot more done. What else inspires you to create? Definitely other artists. I always like, so I have um, like my art Instagram on there is literally just artists. So like when I go on there, that's all I see. So um, there's like a few artists that I follow that also have like similar styles, like more of like the cartoonish type styles. And I love to watch them. I could watch them all day long. I love Pinterest. Pinterest itself is like a creative like black hole because there's so many different things that you see on there that like you'll never usually see. And so there's so many times I see stuff on there. Um, like I was inspired by a makeup look that I found on Pinterest that inspired um, these like paintings that I did. It was like a mini series of my characters. Um, and just other people in life. Sometimes I just get random ideas. And I'm like, oh, it might be cool if I like put this cloud with flowers and my characters and I'll like try to sketch it. I always try to sketch everything either on a notebook or uh, my iPad before I actually put it on a canvas. Yeah, it like keeps me on track because if I start to do it on the canvas, then I end up hating it. And then I'm like, you know what? We'll just put this to the side and I'll just sit on the side for a while and I'll just start a whole new painting. Like I have to think about you for a second. Wow. Wow. So how much of your artwork would you say that you end up like scrapping and not using compared to like how much you actually use and promote? I have, I literally have canvases put to the side right now that I either haven't touched in like a year or two, but it's only because I don't know what to do next. So it has to sit there because I don't know what I want to do. There's probably like maybe 10 canvases that's either like halfway done or some of them, maybe half of them are halfway done and I'm gonna finish them in due time. But sometimes I get inspiration for a different idea. So I like put that one to the side to start a whole new one. And I'll finish that one before I even finish the one I was like supposed to finish like months ago. See, and that's the so divine timing like, again. You feel me? Everything's going to happen when it happens. One day I'll just get the inspiration and it's like, you know what? I'm going to finish that canvas today. You know, 
And then sometimes I, it's always when I go to a craft store and if they have a sale on canvases, it's over. Cause then I want to paint something new. It's and then it's like, you know what? Now I'm going to just put the other ones to the side. I'm like, oh, fresh new canvas. Let me start a whole new idea. Right. So how long does it usually take you to finish a canvas? It can vary. It can, I could finish a canvas in three days. If I like, if I, there's sometimes with certain art pieces, I like know exactly what I want to do. And when that happens, I like can't stop painting it. Cause it's like, I know exactly what I want. Like I know the colors I want. I know how I want it to be styled. I love when that happens cause they end up finishing so fast. And then sometimes it takes me like six months to finish a painting. Okay. That could be the same like canvas size. So it's like, you never know until you get started. Like sometimes I'm like on such a good groove and I'm painting and I'm going and then I get to a certain point and I'm like, I don't know what I want to do next. And then that's when I like sit there and I stare at it and then I end up on my phone and then it's like time goes by and I'm still staring at it. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me walk away. I'll come back and we'll restart. So talking about kind of like blocks, like, okay, you get to a point where you're painting a picture and it's like, okay, I don't know what to do next. Like, have you ever been through a creative block where it's like longer than that, where you can't create anything and you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to give it all up for a little bit and come back. I do get blocks sometimes. I feel like I get blocks most when I'm like trying to force it. Like if I'm like, I just want to make something cool, but I don't really have an idea yet. So I'm like trying to force myself to come up with something cool. And then it's not there. Okay. And then I'm just sitting there like, come on, bring, do something, give me something and nothing's coming. And then that happens sometimes when I'm trying to rush myself too. Like I did an event one time, like maybe a year ago, like a year or two years ago. Um, and it was like a friend's event and he had asked me and a few other artists like can you make a painting for this event gave us a prompt for it and everything and i'm like okay yeah i could do that gave us like a month i didn't start it till the week of because i had no idea absolutely no idea what i wanted to do and that always happens when i have like kind of like an assignment i guess like for art and it's like the procrastination because I just don't know what I want to do. Rethinking is easy to just come up with something random. But when somebody gives you like something specific that like they want you to make something for, it's like so much harder, at least for me. Because it kind of takes a little bit of that creativity away. Like you can't be as free. And then it's like I start t thinking too much about it. Now I'm overthinking the whole idea. I made that, I've made that painting in like maybe three days. Okay. I don't even know how I did that. There was like, <laughs> I was up every night. Every night I was up to about like 5 a.m. trying to do this painting. And I was like, listen, it's just gonna be what it's gonna be. Okay. It's like when you have an assignment at 11.59 and it hits like 11.50 and you're like, you know what? I'll just take whatever grade I get at this point. Take it. <laughs> this is all I have to give. Literally, it's like, this is all I'm capable of right now. Right. So how do you usually get out of your creative blocks? 
Sometimes I, well, sometimes I go on Pinterest because I'm like, somebody give me an idea or inspiration. Sometimes it's like makeup, outfit, or whatever just randomly pops up on there. Or just brainstorming in general, because even the ugly sketches can lead to the next best idea. Because I've definitely gone through many designs, which is why I always have to sketch it out, because I never stick with the first idea. I'll sketch out. It's like the brainstorming process, which is like how I kind of help myself get out of it because I have to get rid of like all the ideas I don't like so I could see them physically in front of me instead of just like thinking about it in my head. So it's like, right, do the first sketch, whatever first idea pops in my head. I usually hate it. So then that leads me to my next sketch. I usually hate that one too. It's not to like the fifth sketch. I might like something. But it's like I have to get out those other ideas so I could think of new ideas. And then sometimes even sketching out the sketches that you like don't like or like you could look at it and be like, yo, this is horrible. But there might be like one thing about it that you like. And then that'll help you think about what you want to do. Because it's like, oh, I did like that part, though. I might keep that. And then it's like little puzzle pieces, which each bad idea that leads you to your big idea. It's like someone once said, like, you have to get through the nose before you get through the yes. They always say, like, what is it? Like, you don't eat your first waffle or something. Like, the first <laughs> waffle or the first pancake is always bad, but the next ones are always better. <laughs> That's so true. You got to get it out. So, literally, because it's like, if you don't, then you're like, your mind is like stuck on it. Because it's just like, that idea is still in there because you never got it out. Sorry, trees, but we just gonna have to waste some paper. A little bit. <laughs> At least it's recyclable. It's okay. Okay. You know, you can always erase it and do something else a different day, but. Right. <laughs> Did you major in art while you were at school? You know, I didn't. My dad gave me the idea. And it was like, ooh, athletic training could be cool. And then I would watch like the basketball games and see the athletic trainers like on the sidelines. And I'm like, that would be really cool. Like I could do that. And then I did my first semester. The pressure was too much. The first thing my teacher said to me was like, if you wrap like the ankle wrong, they could break it. And I was like, oh, I'm not being responsible for that. Absolutely not. They're not going to put that on my name. No, sir. Not me. So when that when that was done, I was like, mom, I can't do this. And she was like, well, you're going to have to choose a different major because you're finishing school. And I was like, okay, okay. Okay. So I ended up doing entrepreneurship business because I always wanted to have my own business. Mm -hmm. So that's what I ended up choosing. And I loved it. I absolutely loved the business school. It was I, it was awesome to me. All my classes were like building businesses or like what you would do to try to like build your team or like kind of like the steps that you would do to try to build your business and make one, which like kind of goes hand in hand with like me now. Um, I did really want to do art in Rowan, but I really wanted to do the business as my major. And I was looking to do an art minor, but Rowan did not offer any art minors. Oh. So, yeah, I was very upset. I was like, not even like a general sketching class. You had to be an art major to have an art minor. You couldn't have like a business major and an art minor. And so... I didn't really get to explore the art that they had over there. My like counselor got me to have like one digital class as a free elective. 
but that wasn't until really like my last semester and it was during covid no way yeah so it was like through zoom and like through like what was that canva and like it was basically like my teacher would email us the videos to watch to like do the projects and stuff but like it still wasn't like the in person that i needed to kind of gain more understanding. So it was like, I got the class, but like, did I get the class? No. Teachers know that as soon as they watch no. the video, we are not watching them. <laughs> Ever. Like, I literally watched it to help me complete the assignments. But like, if I were to try to do my own free design, I'm lost. Right. And like, that's where I would have loved to have. Because the instructor, he seems so cool. Anytime I actually like talk to him or like I met him maybe twice in person. And even then, it was like, with a mask. And it's like, I could barely hear. And it's just like, uh, not the same. Okay, now back to, like, the mental health-ish questions. What benefit does your art have on your mental health? It definitely gives me some peace. There's mm -hmm. not a lot of peace probably anywhere right now. But just, like, I love it. Like, I love the middle of the night. It's my favorite time because everybody's asleep and there's nobody to kind of like walk in on me doing my own art process. Because since I'm in the basement and I'm currently at my parents' house, everybody's just walking around all the time. Right. Like I have my nephew lives here. My sister lives here. Her girlfriend, my parents. There's a lot of people walking around all the time. Right. So like the middle of the night is my favorite. And then I just go downstairs I put my headphones in and I paint. And it's always so like just calming and relaxing. And it really does like settle my mind because like I said earlier, like I'm a big overthinker. So all day long, there's like all different types of thoughts, like A through Z, you name it. I probably thought about it. Okay. So painting definitely like helps me relax my mind because I'm such an overthinker. And there's times I might be feeling overwhelmed. Uh, like maybe somebody made me feel a certain type of way like that day. And instead of like obsessing about it on my phone, and you know, you try to like turn to the FBI and like figure everything out through like everybody's social media. I'm like, you know what? Let me keep my peace. Let me put my phone down. Do not disturb. Put everybody else on mute for a second. And then it's like my the music that I listen to while I'm doing art is very, I guess, calming, at least to me. A lot of it is like the like lo-fi or lo-fi, those remixes to like other hip hop songs. Cause like I love the hip hop songs, but sometimes they're going a little too hard for the vibe that I'm in. So I but I just love those artists. So I love those like lo-fi remixes. So they're just like bring them down. And it's nice and calm or like the slow down and reverb like mixes. I love them. I live for them. I live on SoundCloud while I'm painting. And it literally like brings me down. And I can like feel it. Because then after a while, I don't even realize hours go by. And so I eventually look at my phone or my watch or something. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I got to go to sleep. It's like... 6 a.m. It's really good having that outlet, especially in a world where everyone is so overstimulated. 
by social media, by like things going on outside, by the news. So I have one more question before we go. What advice would you give to someone struggling to get creative or insecure with their art? If you're insecure with your art, I say just just put it out there. If you like it, that's literally all that matters. Because everybody else's opinion is just an opinion. You can do you, and that's all that really matters. If you like it, if you think it's dope, then it's dope. If somebody's like, oh, I don't like it. Okay, you don't have to buy it. You don't even have to look at it. You can go anywhere else where it's not here. And that's okay. Because I definitely did have a struggle to put my art out there. Because it was just always in my head that there's somebody better. But it's like everybody has their own art. Nobody has the same style. Nobody has the same like ideas or flow. Like... There's a thousand out people out here making cartoons, but nobody has my characters. So it's like, you kind of have to force yourself because it's so scary. I'm not even gonna lie. It's super scary, especially because you're putting it out there. So you're gonna hear the opinions regardless. So you have to kind of like, just have it in your head. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna hear today, but regardless, my art is awesome and I love it. And then if like someone's struggling to get creative in general, try different things. Try everything. That's like, I feel like the easiest way to get more creative because there's so many different forms of art or creativity because you can like pictures, but you don't want to take a picture. Maybe you want to take videos or you want to paint the pictures or you want to print them out and like do t-shirts, you know? So it's like, there's so many different things out here that's available. And especially like nowadays, you can find anything on Google, Instagram, Twitter. There's people out here everywhere doing classes. You could walk into like your local art studios. Like I know some art studios, some people hold classes in there or like even just hitting up people as like mentorship and just like, oh, can I just watch you for the day and just see your process? And if it resonates with you, it's like, oh, I might want to try something like this. And if it don't, then you know that's not for you and you can go on to the next one. Yeah. And that's great advice. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story and sharing your art with us. You're the best. Thank you for listening to Power and Humanity, where we choose to make a change. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at power underscore in underscore humanity.